Beloved, you are now tuned in to Three Black Men, a podcast by three black men where we talk about theology, culture, and the world around us. The following content may not be suitable if you ain't real enough. Listener discretion is advised because real recognize real. Here's the hope when we look familiar. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Three Black Men. My name is Robert. My name is Sam. I'm Trey. Hey, we're three <laughs> black men. <laughs> you would be the one to go against the grain. <laughs> Everybody said my name is, and you what had to be the contrary. I'm just playing. <laughs> we said the same thing. Just... Welcome. Hey, we're back and we're back and we're back. <laughs> um, season three is upon us. Hey. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey. It's been a- it's been a, I know y'all missed us. Don't you ain't gotta lie. <laughs> I know y'all up, did. This is a safe place. This is a, a safe sacred, space. A sacred yeah. space. Um, well, we're not gonna pull any punches on today. <laughs> I wish we had a softer refuge landing place. I'm lying. I'm, I don't wish we had uh, one <laughs> a softer landing space. We're talking about white supremacy and online conduct on the pod today. Um, so which is almost seems redundant because I feel like half the time online is just for like white supremacy now. Like this is where y'all <laughs> be hanging out at. This is this is because <laughs> like the 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 pandemic came and shut down all your little meetings in the clearer spaces where you can light your crosses in public, and now we just online like that is <laughs> it's redundant. We could just say white supremacy. They like digital crosses. <laughs> Yeah, just out here. <laughs> my bad. Rob looking like he got a heavy editing job to do. My bad, bro. Right. I'm here being racist and zeros and ones. What's going on, man? <laughs> be racist. You had to learn the code to be racist. Look at you. This is dedication. My my lord. Uh spirit help. Um, so Only yes. Spirit activate. Yes, well, that is the prayer that I want to pray uh, often uh, when I encounter some uh, in the, in the the digital arena. So, how white supremacy manifests in uh, the online space? So, I guess to frame our conversation today, I will say a few things. This is not sparked by any one incident it it has come about because of a multitude of incidents ones that we have encountered why do you think that is rob (laughs) because we're black um um, but ones that we have encountered and then ones that we have witnessed uh and and people that we love have encountered and so I just want to give that that caveat. This isn't against one single person, but it's against a multitude of people that have inspired this pod uh, for today. So white supremacy and online conduct. I guess the, the first thing I'll say is how it manifests. It can manifest in a lot of different ways for me. 
I will say that when I'm online, I will I have noticed that often it can come it can come as an angel of light or <laughs> or as a devil in people that are ministers of the gospel <laughs> um, or any other person. And it can come just as subtle as dominating a conversation that has nothing to do with you. Um, it can come as changing the, the subject of a conversation. And really what I want to say to start off this conversation is I have seen the rise of white supremacist notions that has looked like bullying of people of color. And for me, I'm black, so I'm just going to say black people and really terrorizing us online, right? And so we want to call and illuminate that um, today in the pod. So thoughts, fellas, as we get this ball rolling. Um, yeah, I think, oh, go ahead, Sam. Sam, go ahead, bro. Nah, uh, well, I was just going to say, you know, um, you know, I'm still a little bit rough around the edges in, in some ways, in many ways. Um, and as far as like things that I, that I um, can personally tolerate or, uh, you know, before I kind of like feel like, you know, I need to, um, you overstep some boundaries and now you need to get back quickly. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I knew that I was not in a place um to kind of like really interact with that a whole lot uh so i've personally tried to manage how i interact online and follow just so that i can keep away from that um because i love the lord i love people but like you don't get to just say stuff and think that I won't respond. Like that's, you know, that's just unreasonable, right? Um, to assume that whether we have a platform or not, we're still human. Like um, I'm still a black man, right? Whether I'm walking down the street or whether I'm in these Twitter streets, I'm still a black man that you, you should respect uh, and just not say some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to just because, you know, you can, behind a screen or whatever so um yeah uh and it, to see some of the people that like would say it like when i've just watching some of y'all's interactions and it's hard not to get involved in that because i'm like that's my brother like hold on you know what i'm saying like i can't stand people met like i don't like when people in my community are interfered with in some way right uh especially that that's a no-no for me um and uh, so, you know, I watch from a distance and I'm like, man, you know, I, I really want to like say something, but y'all handle yourselves very well, of course. Um, but yeah, I just try to um, find some way to stay sane and, and just manage how I interact on, in these social media uh, streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, especially considering the fact that I'm, I'm i'm sort of known for how i interact with people and and even people i don't necessarily agree with 
right? Like it's, it's, it's sort of, I've, I've written about it now, Clapback Theology. I had a podcast episode about it on Newman Translation and, and how I believe that there is something uh, almost sacred about, about, about a good clapback and in the right place. But the thing about me, my ethic, um, I don't bother nobody for the most part. I'll be minding my business. I do my thing. And, and like, I'm dead serious about loving people, right? And, and spreading love. Most of the time you see me step out of pocket, it'll be for one or two reasons. I see you or I perceive you to be bullying somebody else, right? Which I don't like. Or um, I don't like the way you're talking to me. And it's that second one that bothers me the most because um, very rarely do people come out with overtly like racist or, or white supremacist stuff in my vicinity. A lot of times it's the like, why do you feel comfortable talking to me this way? Um, that I have that I have to check a whole lot, right? Um, because I, I I don't ever expect anybody to agree with everything I say. I don't. That's ridiculous. Like I'd be a little disturbed if somebody did, because um, then then you've elevated me to a platform uh, or, or elevated me to a, a level that I I cannot possibly live up to. Um, but when when. I recognize you speaking to me in a way that um, is unbecoming of one person speaking to another person that they perceive as an equal. We're going to examine that, right? And 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 that's what I see. And the funniest thing about it is, um, I'll often call that out in real time. I won't I'll always rush to name it um, white supremacy, but I do like point out sometimes, like, wow, this is this is really interesting that you feel comfortable talking to me in this way. Um, and then people were like, no, I want you to, are you going to address my point or not? Like, no, honestly, I don't feel obligated to address your points. Like you're not paying me to be here. Um, so, But we, it's we also usually like some bogus point that has no, yeah. like it has, it's not valid. And you wouldn't challenge one of these other non-Black theologians that Wait. Yeah. Okay. Prime example, right? Like what we were talking about this earlier. Um, recently, I, I let off a tweet. And it was it was an observation that is as as is my habit um, crouched in some level of, of we, like tongue and cheekness. Yeah, what's up? Can we before we get to that one? Can yeah? Can I give a different example before that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, for we sure, have huh? example after example of this. After example, can, after yeah. example, yeah. Um, I want to say on the on the um example of equals right something i notice that happens with you a lot is um just gonna name it a lot of theologians and pastors will um, challenge your theological stances and they feel very comfortable um why am i being around the bush on my own podcast white theologians and pastors especially men uh, will ch- I've, I've seen this in real time, will get very comfortable with uh, challenging your assertions. And it's not just the challenging, it's the way that they challenge right. and, and the quickness with, with, with how they challenge. And then the long, the long threads that, that, you know, it's they're writing dissertations. And you're, and, you're yeah, let's, let's be clear about this because I don't mind people challenging or disagreeing with me at all. Yes. I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. Is, but watch how you talk. Like, let, let, let's do that. All and of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, I'll see, you know, a 10 uh, text thread and I'm thinking, off of one point, bro. Like, that's a lot. Yo, like, bro, all of a sudden, one dude got 38. High. I think he even blocked me because he, I seen, I seen the first reply and it had the, the one 
slash at the end, right? So you know it was going to be it a was more coming. <laughs> and I replied to that first one. I was like, please do not threat me to death. Nobody asked you. Like I said that. I was like, respectfully. And those are my exact words. Because legitimately, I didn't ask to be here. I didn't ask for all of this. And I said that. Buddy got so hot and I lost it laughing because I was like, why are you so upset? I'm trying to save everybody some time. Like, we don't have to do this. Oh, yeah. And I'm and what I what I've his noticed, friends that agree with him. We're going to read that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> y'all, this one in and, and why I think this is important. And we, we will get to your other example, because that that is another example of the way that white supremacy manifests. But I want to stay on how expressly Christians, Christian theologians, pastors. I want to name how white supremacy manifests there. And I want to stay with it is when authority is a challenge and when supposedly Christian authority and biblical authority is challenged, the way that that white supremacy ekes out is particularly insidious because what I've noticed is how dare you is the, the question um, that is hanging in the air. How dare you? How dare you challenge quote unquote orthodoxy? And then how dare you not answer me? Right. And there's almost this um, boy in the air. <laughs> the implied boy, yes. Yes, the answer me boy. Yeah, the, the badge of whiteness. Yeah, yeah. Right? Whiteness the, is a badge. Yeah, yeah. My skin is a badge and you need to yeah, respond. Yeah. yeah, boy. And then when you feel entitled to my attention, right? Yeah, right. So, right. Yeah. So, yes. so now yeah. so now, boy. So now Trey has become boy. Robert has become boy. Any and that and then there's an implied now. So watch how whiteness works. I think it's important. So so now you have become infantile. And now I'm entitled to an answer for you to answer for the theology that I'm demanding from you. And now, do you see how that whiteness works? Yeah. I'm calling it exactly what it is right now, mm -hmm. because that is what I'm calling out right now on the pod. Yeah. That, my friends, is demonic. That's I not think accidental. And I see this often. And we couch all of this under, no, this is just a spirited debate. This is just, we're talking together. I, I, I didn't know. I, I just was, no. And it's couched under. Why are you being so why defensive? Why are you being so defensive? No, it's the meat. It's the rush. It's the anger. It's the, the text thread to death. It's the, it's the, the vehemence of, Give me these answers right now. It's the, do you know who I am? I'm a PhD at blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Give me these answers. No. <laughs> so go ahead. I, but I, I want to stick on this Christian part of it a bit. Right. And I think that's, that's, it's, it's important to recognize that if you are a Christian who came to Christianity in these United States of America, or even a mission from the United States of America, right? You have to do a whole lot of work to combat that whiteness, 
right? And and I'm not even just talking about white people. I'm talking about like, regardless of your, if that is how you came to, like you have to, if that is how you came to Christianity, there's a lot of work that you have to put in to overcome that because without even having realized it, it's embedded in the way that your faith is expressed. Because what you took to be fidelity to, fidelity to the gospel, what you took to be a good, strong Christian defense, what you took to be uh, uh, an expression of your articles of faith is actually uh, the domineering spirit of whiteness that somehow embedded its way in, in, into uh, the biblical Christian principles, whatever you want to call it, right? That stuff gets conflated. And now all of a sudden we find ourselves expressing things. We think we're fighting the good fight. We think we're fighting and contending for the gospel, but we're really engaging in a colonial product in a colonial project or an imperial project of domination and i see this all the time uh, i see it with with matter of fact i know i know young brothers who, who are who are not white <laughs> who get caught up in in some of these uh circles and they're on fire for jesus and the way they're spreading it i'm like Roll it out, brother <laughs> and what are you talking to right and and i say this we, we're not all the way immune to it because i've been to, I, I had that little phase for a second where all of a sudden i thought the the black church tradition where I came from was somehow inferior because all of a sudden that's what whiteness does. Whiteness does what, what it does. It says the, the, you may never get to be white, but, but, but if you become the right type of Christian, you'll be close enough. And a lot of times that's not expressed in the, in the changed lives that we live in, in contending for the kingdom that is yet to come. That's expressed in how we, talk about and how we try to spread and how we proselytize for this faith in theory and making sure that people believe the right things instead of making sure or trying to encourage people to live the right way. Um, and it's a very toxic form of, of I, I even struggle to call it faith. It's, it's, a, it's a toxic form of, of argumentation and debate that we inherit and slap a cross on it and, and, and slap a Eucharist on it and, and slap a baptism on it. Um, and, and we think that we're doing the right things, but we've actually been fighting for the wrong team a lot sometimes if you don't make sure that you're doing the work to overcome. Well, it's, look at the history of Christianity in America and, and, and what it's accomplished, right? Um, and, and all of the things that Christianity has been used to justify. Like you, that that's not all about the Bible. A lot of that is about uh enforcing or or imparting cultural norms in order to make this thing that we call the united states of america go so there's a lot of work that you have yes there's <laughs> a whole lot of work that you have to do yeah. to overcome that if this is how you came to know christianity siri mind your business but there's a lot of work that we have to do to overcome that um is is, is what i'm saying am i making sense right now yeah are you go, preaching yeah go ahead sam go ahead yeah Brother, like, what am I supposed to add after that? Like, yeah, what, do yeah. want, what do you want me to say to that? Like, <laughs> yes and amen. Get the collection plate. Um, like, no, seriously. Um, part of the reason why why I I had to sort of um really guard social media for me is because uh in many ways I wasn't prepared to have that, have that conversation. Like, I knew that um that conversation would get really emotional for me and intellectually i'd probably get beat up like a tied up goat because i would be so emotional and upset because like of the racism that i'm noticing that you don't see and that's the most frustrating part to me is because a lot of times these are well-meaning people right these are the people that might have black lives matter they might have some pronouns um Ooh. like i mean i'm gonna call it like i see it you know it, Ooh. It, 
I'm just saying, like, they might listen to the podcast. I don't know. Nobody's <laughs> exempt from this. I mean, like you, like you, where do you see yourself here? Like, this is a mirror right now. Oh, right. Like, like what, what you're in front of is a mirror. Right. Because I'm going to tell you something. And Trey hit on it a little bit earlier. Like, we don't get paid to do Twitter. We don't owe you any interactions, <laughs> right? Like, unless you're on our Patreon, um, we don't owe you any Twitter, any, any Twitter interactions, notifications, answers, or whatever, and your whiteness will not demand that from us in any shape, way, or form. I don't care what you got in your bio. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean that with love, but I mean it nonetheless. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think we should like you don't get to put that mess in your bio till somebody tells you you can, right? Like that needs to be bestowed upon. Like, a, like we should be able to give out NFTs to put in your. Bio. <laughs> no, and I and I think that is a good segue to like. <laughs> so I've had some of the most frustrating experiences with people who have. You know, so we were just talking about people who are expressly Christian, and we will say more about that. But, you know, at the same time, people who may or may not be Christian who have Black Lives Matter in their bio, right? Um, Because not everybody who has Black Lives Matter in their bio are Christian. Um, I have learned the hard way. You have Black Lives Matter in your uh, bio. You can be the feds. You can be the ops. Uh, that Black Point Lives- pro. You stopped the Black Panthers. I could tell I, you. I, you know, the first time I had the most condescending experience with someone with Black Lives Matter in their bio is somebody who took me to the foot of the cross at the foot of the cross and I and it was jarring to me because as I went to their bio I thought am I bugging (laughs) we're going back and forth (laughs) I'm like wait let me click again this black lives matter I'm black (laughs) I I'm I'm 100% negro (laughs) you're and they couldn't even see it. You could, you know, in the words of Sam, you couldn't see for looking. Um, I'm I'm black. And they and they stayed, they doubled down on the donkey of the rudeness. And 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 I think Trey was about to tell a story. <laughs> um somebody was going back and forth with him so hard. I <laughs> <laughs> with it's, it's always bad when, when Rob jump in to say something because typically, like we try to let we 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 we, we see how we people talk to each of us, right? Um, yeah. But we tend to level like, yo, they grown, they can handle it. When, when somebody fight up, I mean, you really tripping, and it is always funny because Rob, like in theory, like out of the three of us, at least in the way people perceive it, is the gentlest one, the most the most gentle, <laughs> right? That's just the way it's perceived. Right. Yeah, and and you 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 shook your head because you know how you are, Rob. But that's the way that it is perceived. It don't right. Wait, I don't like I don't like all those qualifiers. But go ahead and tell your story. Wait a minute, why? Yeah, wait, stop. Go no, ahead go and ahead. tell your story. <laughs> story. You're right. Yeah. Trey, before I mute funny. all y'all. 
I need, <laughs> I to, I need to be clear about this though. I need to be I need to be clear about this because oh, some people are sitting there, sitting here listening to us, and you have this picture of who we're talking about, and it's somebody who got a, a "Let's Go Brandon" flag flying from their house, and and they're uh, biblical complementarian, and <sighs> they 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 got the books on the. the the council of biblical manhood and womanhood and all that stuff like that. That's who you picture. But I need to let you know, <laughs> nah, it's, it's, a, it's a much bigger tent than that, buddy. Cause uh, here's, here's how we know, right? I, uh, I said some comment, right? Talking about like how I was expressing my disappointment with the democratic party as it currently exists. Um, and I said something to the effect of like, yo, the Democrats are entirely useless. At least the Republicans have a use, even if that use is like stripping everybody of their voting rights and making sure that angry white people have a voice or whatever. Something, something to that effect. And somebody, and they, they rarely have faces or names. They're almost always anonymous accounts. That's another way to white supremacy manifest. Y'all are cowards. Um, but 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 some some nameless faceless account comes up and, and accuses me of voter suppression. And we need to elect more Democrats, not less. And you don't even have your facts right. Um, and and all this, and I click, of course, on the profile, like who's going on? Oh, follows me. Okay. I don't call it, I don't think this is a recent follow, but I don't know. There's just I'm getting to the point where it's hard to keep track of like who follows me now, right? Um, but like you've been around long enough to know that this interaction is not going to go like positively with you coming at me like this. But even then, I responded gently, right? I was like, okay. Um, oh, because I also remember that the another another one that always ticked me off. I expect more from you because I get it sometimes. Like I'm disappointed on you, shaming you. Like first of all, my my mother is on Twitter and you are not her. Um, so what you expect of me is none of my business. But anyway. And then I, I, I humored this time. I said, okay, two questions. What exactly is it that you expect of me? Number two, have you ever read or heard, listened to Malcolm X's speech entitled The Ballot or the Bullet? Those are my two questions. Of course, we get the multi-tweet thread popping back up. Here's what the Democrats have done. They, they're blah, 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 money here, blah, blah, blah. You know, and this is with two senators who are basically Republicans. And I was sitting there like, bro, I asked two very specific questions and neither of them were answered, right? Like turn, and one of them eventually did get answered in terms of uh, what do you expect of me? I expect you to be faithful with the facts, whatever. And the, my second question wasn't even a gotcha. It was trying to ascertain like our, our common knowledge base because y'all know like interacting with people even people i disagree with is is kind of my thing like okay how are we coming at this are you familiar with the things i'm familiar with that one got kind of ignored but i got the multi-tweet thread thing happening where all of a sudden um i had to ask at this point i was like yo let me ask you by the way are you white <laughs> let me just ask straight up i, I just ask I just, I just need to know of course i am but that doesn't make me wrong i'm like okay enough said because I wasn't even like asking that to talk about whether or not you was wrong. I'm trying to figure out why you feel so comfortable talking to me about this. When like the way that white supremacy manifested in that area was the fact that I said something in my own lane. I didn't, I didn't pop in nobody's comments. I didn't tag nobody. I didn't do nothing. On my timeline, I said something. You pop up and want to launch your diatribe about something. When I try to engage you in discussion on my timeline that you came to, 
you want to have a whole nother dissertation, some, something we don't even study in this school. We don't even offer that degree here. And you want to talk, you want to take up all that space. And when I try to ask you questions while you were demanding answers of me in my personal space, you act offended. You see, you see the colonizing of it all. And, and this is, I was saying this before we started recording. Um, one of the ways you alluded to it, the ways that white supremacy manifests, and it doesn't matter whether you're Christian, not Christian, right, left. I see white supremacy manifest in the sweetest people that take cookies home to mama people, to people that you love, people who may love us, support us, whatever, is they demand, they can demand all the space. They can come on your timeline when they're triggered, they will demand all the space. And what I hope from this conversation is, Sam alluded to this earlier, is a look in the mirror and say, where does white supremacy show up? And it's not only in white people, as I think Sam alluded to too. Um, it can come and people of color as well. Um, it can come in white adjacent people too. Uh, and that's a conversation for a different time. Um, it can come in, but it, in white people, it can come in, in this conversation. And what you were just saying, Trey, here you come swerving out of your lane. <laughs> swerving all the way out your lane and demanding all up in the Kool-Aid, don't yeah, go to it, and demanding real estate all the way over here and then demanding answers, demanding attention, demanding space, and then not thinking it odd, not thinking it strange, and then think about the emotional labor and the emotional toil. And that that's crazy demands something of us. And what I want to put a stake in the ground is saying, I hate that. Absolutely. I absolutely hate that. And what's expected of us, who I want to name this because now I feel hot. Not only do I hate that is every time it happens, even in a social media way, is we're so expected to be gentle when it happens. Let me tell you something, party people. I don't want to be civil when that happens. And then when you see us clap back, people are like, (gasps) you're clapping back like, Robert, I thought you were gentle. No, let me tell you something, party people. Civil is overrated. And I'm a whole Christian and I'm a whole Robert the Contemplative will clap back on that redacted. (laughs) Robert the Contemplative got two times for that redacted. Uh, Robert the Contemplative, (laughs) two times for for, is from Chicago. When this happens, when we're violated in this way, when you swerve all the way out of your lane, I want to call that violence. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say any act of racism, no no matter how subtle that is, bro, that's an act of violence against us, bro. Like, say that. In America, I mean, not even just America, in the history of the world. the brutality that has been done emotionally and physically to our ancestors' bodies, any act of racism is violent. So you you don't get to play victim when you get corrected about your racism, right? Like, come on now. Like, just it, if 
and I think part of the problem, and Rob, you say this all the time, like the the bar for allyship is in the bad place. <laughs> it's in hell, right? The bar is very low for allyship. And for whatever reason, when um, people feel as though they're allies, they tend to get, sometimes people tend to get too comfortable and they feel like, well, I can say this because I mean well, or I'm not like them, right? Like I don't burn crosses, um, you know, but I do, I do like to hold on to these creeds and confessions that the folks that did burn the crosses, oh, um, I do like to hold on to that stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah, um, we gonna name this stuff and yo, just take a look in the mirror. Like if, and I also, I just feel like also if you, if you cannot receive, um, not just from us, um, but who are you reading? Right, like um, Trey brought up a point when he, well, he didn't really bring up a point, but he asked if you read, uh, if you listened to the speech or read the speech, um, The Ballad of the Bullet by Malcolm X. And I was gonna say, I bet there was some sort of resistance there put up because there's so much dirt that's thrown on Malcolm X's name. They try to discredit a lot of what he said, but in that speech, he spoke a whole lot of truth. And that's something like, hearing the voices of them like you have to just you can't just um you got to hear the voices of the marginalized you got to hear us i talked about a new segment we're gonna talk about uh what's on the front burner some some things um that that uh we are excited about personally as as individuals and bringing that and sharing that with y'all What's up, y'all? This your boy, Sam. Here for another episode of On The Front Burner. And today, On The Front Burner, uh, I got something a little different. So, you know, 2021, the ending of it was um, interesting, uh, to say the least. And so was, the, or so has been the the beginning of 2022 um here we are but in that transition of entering from interestingness to interestingness i found something sweet so i was introduced to um, a really nice brandy uh it's paul masson and honestly i like pineapple flavor that actually is the one that i tried that's been really good. I actually just uh, got mango a couple of days and um, cracked it open tonight. And uh, it's been good uh, to have uh, a nightcap and a book in my journal, you know. Um, so that's what I got on the front burner. Just a little, you know, something for those that like to enjoy um, maybe an adult beverage from time to time. On the front burner, three black men. Let's go. Something my husband and I talk about often is we try to do the least. 
nowadays. Like we're trying to do the absolute least. Period. I'm not trying to do the most anymore. What is the least that I have to have in order to faithfully follow God? And I don't mean that in a lazy sense. I mean that as in a, I got this, um, this color art what was the name of that little box that had all the crayons and it had like a little paint yeah, yeah, thing yeah, in it yeah, 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 you know yeah, you no. could fold yeah. it up and you could yeah, take yeah, it yeah. and carry it with you yeah. one of those yeah. what's the least amount of colors i gotta have in my crayon box to follow jesus because all these other colors you know i i don't i don't really need magenta like magenta's <laughs> cool yeah magenta doesn't slap really, like that <laughs> magenta don't hit like y'all thought it was hitting <laughs> yeah, yeah. like i could do purple Purple, can I have just like the primary, are the primary colors okay? Or do I need to have a variation of everything? Um, because it steals your joy. Like it literally sucks the joy from your soul. Thinking that there's so many things you have to tack on to Jesus, that you have to tack on to God in order to be a believer. And there's just so much more freedom in knowing what is the bare minimum. Like I'm literally, yeah. what's the bare minimum? Because that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> it's the absolute bare minimum. Because <laughs> we now have a Patreon, which Patreon. I want to encourage each and every one of y'all to to visit at uh, patreon.com slash three black men. Uh, think through it, pray through it ask God uh, if, if he would have you partake in this work that we're doing because on top of some bonus content here we have uh, some blog pieces going up it's going to be some devotional content coming out and I want to encourage you guys um, to visit that Patreon patreon.com slash three black men go watch and, um, my kids ruin my videos go ahead watch, watch them. <laughs> them them babies ain't ruin nothing man matter of fact there's more people going to sign up to, to see them babies how about that bro <laughs>